0: plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you want to help out, all you got to do is hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Gabba Gabba Ray. We can't take any action right now. This is a doozy. Thought about it a lot to make sure I remember all the good details. I worked at this mall shoe store in almost every mall about 12 years ago. I was about 20 at the time. It's kind of an alternative scene store like Zoomies, but very small. Starts with a J and rhymes with Bernies. Friend got me an assistant manager job to replace him when he quit to be a plumber. The manager was kind of a friend too, Adam. This was real low-level, low-paid retail. Just to get a sense of scope, we, two managers, worked about 60 hours a week. We made commission, but the store location, my hometown, had so little traffic that our checks had to be manually adjusted every week up to minimum wage. Each store had 3-4 to part-timers too, usually high school kids. So it was good news after a year or so we both got a promotion to move to a different store at a different mall. Much nicer and 30 minutes away. Much more sales means my weekly pay went up to a couple dollars more an hour. So problems started after about 6 months at our new store. Our district manager Andy hired a dude in his 30s as manager and some other 20 something girl. One of my friends, Mike, worked there part-time as well. He was also an apprentice toolmaker in high school, so he didn't need the money. Just came in one day a week to receive in stock shoes and grab some pizza. Apparently, the dude was hardcore sexual harassing the other manager and part-timers. Yes, the 16-year-old girls. So the assistant ended up quitting and they fired the dude. I think one of the part-timers recorded him doing something on their phone, if I recall correctly. That's some foreshadowing. Andy's bad at external hires. So we hired a new manager, Jeff, but asked if I could go back to the crappy store for a while to help the new guy settle in. I said sure. He also had a third manager he hired who he wanted Adam to train for a few months so she could go to another store as well. Sounds good, I'm a team player. Well, turns out this new guy, Jeff, who Adam actually somewhat knew in the tattooed hardcore guy scene, was kind of a freak up himself. I felt bad at first. He was kind of scatterbrained. Customers didn't like him. He was always dirty and kind of smelled bad. With the first 2 weeks, he came in smiling carrying a microwave for the back room. "Look, we can have hot lunches now." Plopped it on our glass case where we check customers out, and a crap load of live roaches fell out all over the place. There was roaches in the store from there on out. I would see them every morning when I flipped the lights on. Great. Now I don't want to bring my own food here. Then bad stuff starts happening. He would start coming in a couple hours late when I opened the store. Not a huge deal, just annoying his freak. I generally wouldn't get to eat breakfast, so lunch would get pushed back a couple hours so I could leave the store. Yes, you couldn't shut the gate and go to the food court. The mall would call our DM Andy and tell him we closed outside of hours. Do it occasionally or even open late after 10am, and they can find our store, which means we'd get ridden up for sure. He would even call out sometimes, which means I would work two or three doubles in a week. This is supposed to only happen once. Managers get one day off during the week, so the other person has to work 9 to 9.30. Part-timers didn't come in until 5 usually, so you're crap out of luck. It's very irritating to have it sprung on you several times. Remember, we're also salary, so no overtime. I would also be on the receiving end of unhappy emails from corporate. When Jeff would open, he would come in late and occasionally forget to deposit the cash sales for the day in the sealed envelope to the bank. That's in the same mall as us. They would turn up at the bank a few days late, apparently in cut open bags. This is where I made my first call to Andy, told him the whole thing, basically told to sit tight he'll keep an eye on things. KK. Well, things got worse. He would sometimes bail in the middle of the day for a few hours on end. My buddy Mike told me he found his dope head stash in the back room, little baggie with ties and needles in it, and products started to go missing. Every Tuesday a.m., we'd have to come in 30 minutes earlier and do a little mini-audit, basically a dozen or so different shoes of specific SKU numbers, and enter in the POS our on-hand quantity. I noticed some of the more expensive shoes we sold were missing when I know they weren't sold. Diesels, Pumas, Timberlands, Nikes. Turns out, when my buddy Mike would do the inventory on the weeknight things got delivered, Jeff would just check off the totals received for him. Of course, a handful of things were missing each week. Almost never were things actually missing from boxes when I did it. S.C.s were pretty good about sending inventory, I knew this was going to be bad news. I knew that many audits were used to pick up on internal theft. We also had a yearly audit that was coming in six or so months. Basically, you count every item in the store to account for missing and stolen stuff. 1.5% product loss is considered very bad and could result in us getting written up. Remember that point for later. Called Andy a second time and got the same response. KK, been telling Adam the whole time as well. I know he'll stick up for me if anything goes down but said to just keep tracking everything. So, in true drug addict fashion, kept calling out, kept taking things, kept losing cash deposits. What really set me off was I found out he was blaming some of the crap on me to our fellow mall people, mutual friends at other stores, saying cash deposits sometimes go missing when I work. Uh, bro, no they don't. This is a dog poop job, but I'm not getting fired for $300. He was also selling Adderall to people out of the store and bribing my friend with it to come in early during the week so he can leave the mall for a couple hours. This really pissed me off because at 20 years old, I had this dumb idea I wanted to possibly join the military and go into law enforcement, never been fired or arrested or any of the stuff before, still haven't, so I wanted no part of being around this dude. A weekend came up too, where he made really lewd comments about some girls walking around in booty shorts that had to have been under 16. Okay, screw this dude. Called Andy again, and this time I was serious. Told him about the whole drug issue in the store too. Basically said, this guy is making me look bad too. Come and drug test him. Do something. I'll call the cops for you if you want. I don't know why he wasn't doing anything. Andy came in once and rubbed me up for playing my iPod over the speakers for breaking company policy. Why are you letting this happen? In a nutshell, he said he couldn't do anything for now until Adam is done training his new assistant so she could go run her new store. I'd be able to work with Adam again in the good mall. KK, malicious compliance time. Called Adam the next day and told him what Andy said. Asked if she's good enough to cut loose so I can get the freak out. He said no problem at all. The next week, I was out making a couple dollars more, and in a better mall with a Taco Bell even. My run with Jeff was only about three months. Things went super downhill from there. They got a new assistant in Jeff's store to train under him, yikes. But all the part-timers were still there. They kept texting me all the cool stories. Well, apparently he ramped up stealing cash and stealing shoes. Eventually, those mini-audits caught up to him. One night, he left the store an hour before closing, leaving a part-timer alone against policy. Closing time came and went. She thought it was funny, but had no idea what to do. She didn't have keys or know how to close the store at all. Security got involved, called Andy, and eventually Jeff got back to the store an hour plus late. And he was told by the HQ to write him up the next day but also bring another area lead in our district to audit the store ahead of schedule and inquire about all the missing cash deposits. Andy didn't realize the scope of the stolen cash. Apparently several thousands never made it back to the bank at that point. Andy, Jeff, and another manager or something audited the store while it was open. I think word was a product variance of around 10% missing product, not including all the cash big freaking yikes don't know exactly what happened but the police were involved they fired everybody cleaned house even the new assistant and every part-timer i think they had to my buddy mike thought it was hilarious well can't say i didn't warn you three times i saw him on facebook recently allegedly clean now i don't care though screw that guy if you found yourself in a situation like that Would you be trying to document whatever you possibly could? Whether it's photos, audio recording, emails, just trying to cover your butt? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Steffus. Fax me and don't contact me again. Few years back, 2017, I got my first job. Wasn't much, but it was decent hours and money. Summer came and I had an offer for a seasonal May to October part-time job. I accepted it because it would be a good way to make some extra money to buy a motorcycle. My main job was going good, but the problem was the seasonal one. I'm the kind of guy that if you're treating me good, I'll go the extra kilometer, mile, but if you're a jerk, I'll treat you accordingly. The part-time job was for a family who had 1. Rental cars, 2. Travel agency, mostly with Polish and some Czech and Latvians, 3. Bus tours. I was helping with the bus tours at the office in the city center, while the dad was located at the north of the island. Work routine in my job. Without going to too many details, this is how they worked. 1. Reps were meeting customers at the hotel to sell them tours and submit every booking in our system. 2. We keep everything on track until the last booking is submitted, and then make lists based on the location, north or south, of the hotel, with the number of customers from each hotel. 3. Send them to the boss, dad, via fax, yes, fax. 4. Call the boss later to give us back driver and pickup times for each hotel. 5. We send the lists with pickup times and drivers to the tour guides. My job was to confirm with the reps that I had everything, make the lists for the boss, send them via fax, and then call him again so he'll tell me which drivers will work and pickup times, so I can then forward to the tour guides with new lists and customer names. The problem, the problem starts with the reps. Reps were complaining that they didn't have enough time to submit the bookings after every meeting. So they were calling at the office after each meeting to give us the information we needed before submitting them at the end of their day. Of course, every single time they were submitting more bookings than the one they told us on the phone, but that's not relevant. Malicious compliance, it's August if I recall correctly, Sunday around 1800 when the jerk boss calls me and yells that he needs the lists etc. I replied calmly that I had to do everything by hand, call every single rep and write down all the bookings, because reps didn't submit anything in the system, and that I'll call him back in 10 minutes with the lists. He replied, send me a fax and don't contact me again. So I did. 1820. I sent him the lists, usually I called him so I can continue my job, but he told me not to contact him again that day. At 20.30, I didn't have any news but it was half an hour before my shift. So what I did, I made some lists based on my experience and I sent them to the guides without pickup times and drivers. Twenty one hundred, I turn off everything, lock the door and head off to my home. The next morning around 6am was chaos. Everyone was calling to find information that was missing. I guess he was contacted more than once that morning. Customers were complaining for delays, etc., with some of them asking for a refund or discount, with extra complaints to their travel agency back in their country. When I came in for my shift the next day, his daughter asked me what happened, and I replied with a relaxed tone, Your dad told me not to contact him again, and continued my job. From that day on, he made sure I had everything I need on time. I mean, in general, I don't blame OP for what they did just because, like... If somebody's going to act like that and be a total jerk, you don't want to make it easy for them anyways. So it's especially easy when they lob up a nice little softball for you to make things really, really hard on them. And our final story of the day is by bittybody 22 That's what you want? Okay. I've recently started working the sandwich line at the cafe I work at, and my co-worker's been deemed a runt by basically everyone, but I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Until the other day. It's a small area, so if you need something from the inside, cheese, lettuce, spices, bacon, etc., and you're on the outside, you have to ask. I asked for a to-go mug and got a I mean, you can get it yourself comment. The rest of the shift, I walked behind her, reached over her, etc. for anything I needed, drove her nuts, and she finally started handing me things. She's also a ticket hog and would take three at a time, only leaving me with one and then having nothing to do. So I walked off to get some water and got hit with a you can do something while you wait comment. So I said I'd prepare her plates so she could put the sandwich down when she was done. Was told quickly that that was a big no-no for her. So when she hogged the next three tickets, I walked off minding my own business and heard, I mean, you can take the grilled cheese out of the oven. So I did, but did I plate it? Nah, she got upset, but I told her since she didn't want me making her plates, I didn't want to upset her. Pretty sure she hates me now, but I smile every time I get on her nerves or use her own logic against her. Yeah, I mean, when you hear of a coworker like this, that just totally tanks and is a hypocrite and is just frustrating to work with, there's definitely a good solid word that comes to most people's minds, but I'll leave that up to you guys. With that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So, of all three of these stories that I've read for you today, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So, until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.